Hey, good afternoon. Russell of Hotels going live, going live for On Air with Russell of Hotels. I know I'm late. I know it's 2.11 on Tuesday afternoon. You know what? I got a story. Okay, of course. I mean, it's all family related, but um, but the show still must go on, right? So we got a lot to cover today. Uh, hopefully you guys are ready. I get just a little bit to cover, but uh, not a lot, but, uh, you know, everything's important. So especially when it comes to hospitality. Today is Tuesday, July 11th. And we're going to do the intro now. So, you know, I, you guys know I change up my format. So I do a little talk first, then the intro, then come back for the show. Okay, so hold tight. We're going to do the intro and then we're going to come back and do the show. Okay, so hold tight. Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats, Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon again, and thank you so much for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. Thank you guys so much for joining. I, Like I said, I know I'm late. I had some things I needed to attend to. I attended a, a funeral this morning for uh, an aunt of mine uh, who passed away last week, so I had to do that. And then, of course, you know, my regular duties where I have to pick up people from school and all that kind of stuff. So, hey, you know what? So, but I said, you know what? The show still must go on, right? So I was available to do it. Yeah, it's, yeah I'm a little late, but that's okay. But I appreciate everyone that, that tunes, that will tune in. They may not be here on the live, you know, right now, live on LinkedIn, live on YouTube, but you'll at least be there for the replay. So I appreciate it. But just in case you are here for the live show, the comments are on. So go ahead in the little chat box, you know, type in whatever comments you want to make. Hey, what's going on? Hey, thank you so much. Hey, you know, I was w- wondering if you're going to come on today, you know, or whatever the case may be. Uh, I do appreciate it. So and I, and I appreciate people for being patient and still rolling with me regardless if if I'm a little off today. OK, so, you know, sue me. OK, all right. What, what can I do? Right. When you got family obligations, you got to do what you have to do. Right. But the show still goes on. So I'm here. So anyway, so we got we got some stuff to cover. Hey, you guys know about the 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 um, the work stoppage here or the strike here. I forgot it was Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. And hey, you got this, you know, like I said, I'm a little late, but I thank you so much, Marsha. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. See, if you make your comments, I can put your comments right there. Uh, she forgot it was Tuesday. In fact, she was at the, you know, we were at a, 
um, services to, uh, this morning for uh, an aunt of ours out of from Blythe. Um, so, you know, we just got to make sure we go and represent and say hello to the family and give love and all that kind of stuff. So, hey, that's what it's all about. Family first, okay? Show second. All right? So there you go. So, uh, <laughs> but thank you so much, Varsha. Appreciate it. And so what was I saying? So I don't remember what the heck I was saying. Anyway, but today's Tuesday, July 11th. It is show number 213. It is, um, we're live on YouTube, live on LinkedIn. Remember the replay is on the same platforms as well as I'll put it on Facebook and Twitter. And then this is actually a, you know, a traditional podcast. What does that mean? Traditional, you know, where it's recording the audio only, you know, so people want to take it on the go kind of thing. So yeah, once this is over, I'm recording the audio currently. Then once it's over, then of course it gets uploaded to the podcast platform, which is Spotify. And then you can, you know, download it from there or whatever the heck you do on Spotify. So there you go. So as for the people that, you know, just want to take me on the go and don't want to see me like, you know, I don't want to see what this guy looks like. I just want to hear him. He has something good to say, but I don't care what he looks like. But anyway, anyway, whatever that means. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. I got a couple things to go over. Oh, you guys know about the work stoppage. That's what I was talking about. The work stoppage, uh, the strike going on. Um, as far as I know, they're striking again today. Okay. So I know they resumed yesterday. Uh, I know I mentioned that they had paused, meaning after the holidays, they had, you know, taken a couple days off. Right. And then they went back to, um, to striking. So, Unless I haven't checked the news later, I mean, is is last couple hours, but from what I understand, they're still going on. They still they are they are still striking today. Um, who know how long is this going to take? I mean, I guess as long as it takes for an agreement, you know, to be signed or to talk about or whatever. Um, so, but that's what's going on. So, from what I understand, I I saw nine hotels here in LA that are on strike and then another two or three in orange County. Um, but they, uh, there are 60 hotels, at least 60 hotels that are union that are, that are, um, that are unionized. Okay. So I'm not sure if all of them are on strike or just the nine or nine, 10, 11 of those hotels that are on strike. I'm not sure, but each hotel has their own agreement to sign with the union. Okay, so that's how that works, right? So it's not just like one big union contract, which I thought that's how it was, but it's not one just one big union contract and we sign it and then everybody goes back to work. No, there's union agreements with each individual hotel. So that's what we're waiting for. So there you go. Hey, Robin, how are you? Robin Coleman says, hey there, Rockstar. Happy to tune in. No, thank you so much. And uh, and I apologize for the people that... um that might may have been like waiting, like, hey, this thing's supposed to come in at one o'clock. It's like two o'clock and no Russell. But hey, like I said, I had the family obligation earlier. Uh, but I'm here, right? I'm here and you know, we're gonna get through we're gonna get through it. Okay. So I, I appreciate everyone who's who is patient or maybe coming on now. Robin Coleman, thank you so much. You're a rock star. I appreciate you. So I'm still waiting to hear, you know, when you want to come on the show, right? So give me some dates and and we can move forward with that. So um so she actually reached out to me last week and I appreciate this. Right. So just real quick, I do appreciate, you know, people reaching out, uh, people, you know, within the hospitality space that reach out and say, Hey, um, what do you think about me coming on the show? And I'm like, yeah, okay. 
everybody has a story, right? There's no two people got this industry alike. Uh, Robin is like a firecracker out there, and I appreciate her enthusiasm and and all the things that you know she gets her employees and involved in things. And these are things that she's posting, right? So I appreciate I appreciate the things that that people will post, right? About you know what goes on in their departments, in their hotels, whatever. Um, and there's no hiding that stuff, right? There's no faking it, right? So you can tell the people are very receptive to, to Robin and, and I love that, right? So it's all about, you know, engaging with your employees, your associates and, and getting them involved in things and, and, and just appreciating them. And we don't get enough of that, right? I don't think employees get enough of that because if we, if, if we gave enough appreciation or showed enough appreciation to our employees, I don't think a lot of them would be on strike, okay? So I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think a lot of them would have left. I don't think a lot of them would be on strike because they know they're being taken care of, right? So, but anyway, um, you know, enough of that, right? But I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just, I just read the room, right? I just see what's going on and I see, you know, the people that take care of their employees, the employees are more likely to do anything for them. Okay, and I'm not I, like I said. I, when I I come from a, spa, a place of experience, and I know enough to see, you know, I can look at an operation either on video or in person and see what's going on and see if the people really do respect, you know, their 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 managers or their directors or whatever it is. And I can definitely tell that Robin Robin got it going on. Okay, so there you go. But no, I'm looking forward to that. Robin, get you on this show, and we can you know. We can chop it up. We can talk about stuff, Bo. But until then, let's move forward, okay? So um, where am I? Where am I? So show number 213, did I mention that? Show 213. Let's see. Oh, you know, I can't start without the brand sponsorship, right? Level Hotel, downtown Los Angeles on South Olive Street. That's downtown Los Angeles here in L.A. I'm live in L.A. Um, you can go stayinglevel.com. And use that promo code ROH23. That they're offering that Russell of Hotels rate, right? So that's a downtown LA hotel. It's non-union, just in case you wanted to know. Um, and one good thing about these hot- this hotel, they're all suites, one, two, and three bedroom suites. Square footage starts off at seven hundred square feet. Your typical hotel room between. 300 and 350 square feet. Just the FYI, okay, just in case you did not know that. But, yeah, so these start off at 700 square feet. They all have kitchens. They all have washers and dryers. They have the, the balconies, right? All rooms have balconies, right? So how many hotels can you say that? How many hotels in L.A., you know, can, you know, you can go sit outside and take advantage of this great weather they were having? In fact, we're having some spectacular weather now. So actually it's so spectacular it's getting warm, okay? And, you know, you guys know I don't, I'm not into that warm stuff or too hot, okay? But it's like in the, I want to say downtown is probably in the 80s today. Um, it's about 70, yeah, 70, 72, 70. It's perfect weather where I am, though, okay? But I'm L.A. as well. But I'm a little more um, closer to the water than, say, downtown L.A. So the weather for us would be a couple of degrees cooler. And God forbid you're out in the valley, okay? The valley section of L.A. County they be in the triple digits, okay? I used to work out in Woodland Hills, and I'm like, oh, man, get me into this AC air conditioning, right? But anyway, I see Troy Hughes. Troy Hughes, hey, hey Russell. Troy Hughes. At, let, me, let me put your comment up here, Mr. Troy Hughes, Line Media. Line Media, are you heading to connect in Minneapolis? 
that's a good question. No, I don't think so. Um, working on trying to work. I'm working on getting a, a, a long-term project, Troy, which if I get this, um, I won't be going. So I did put in to go, but you know, they keep sending me things like, Oh, you're missing. We asked you a couple of questions. You missed this question and this and that. I'm like, why? And I went back and forth on this thing. So, uh, I'm not sure. I'm still on the, on the fence right now. They just sent something again. I think maybe it was Friday. They sent me something saying I had missed something. Um, so, but I'm, like I said, I'm working on something, working on a project. And if I get this project, then I definitely won't be going. So, um, but if I'm there, of course, you know, I can't wait to see you, dude. You know what I mean? So follow Troy Hughes with Lion Media. Uh, I mean, they do the most. I mean, as far as, um, um, what do you call it? Wrapping cars, wrapping planes, they'll wrap anything. Okay. So, but yeah, they do a lot of promotional th- uh, things for, for your brand. Right. And, um, and he's a great guy and, and he knew who I was, right. You know, you had a trade show and he cut co- and this guy comes up and says, Hey, you know, finally get a chance to meet Russell of hotels. I'm like, what, what do you mean? He said, I watch your show. I follow you all this kind of stuff. I'm like, Hey, I appreciate that. Have a seat. You know what I mean? So, no, I appreciate you, Troy Hughes. Thank you so much. But you guys make sure you follow Troy and Lime Media on all social media platforms, especially if you're looking for things uh, to, you know, you're promoting things. And he mentioned something that I did not even think about and had to do with like, um, say you're wrapping a, let's just say a food truck, right? So you have a food truck you want it wrapped or whatever. Well, they will do that for you, right? And they will deliver your food truck to where you're going to be. So, like, say if it's in New York or whatever. But what they do, they don't just wrap your food truck and give you the truck and say, okay, good luck. They make sure they pull permits and everything that you're going to need to operate in that particular city. I thought that was kind of dope. I'm like, wow, because a lot of people would just, you know, that's not my job, right? I'll wrap it for you. You just tell me how you want to wrap. I'll wrap the thing and send it to you. Some don't, some don't even send it to you, right? Well, they'll deliver it for you. And of course, all that I'm sure comes at some type of price, but Hey, everything is taken care of. When you mean turnkey, they will do a turnkey, meaning they will give you as, as operational, uh, but they pull permits and licenses and all the things that you need to do business in a particular city, let's just say New York, okay, in order for you to do a food truck in New York as a promotional thing or whatever, they will do all that stuff for you. So I thought that was very unique. So when, you know, people bring stuff up, and I haven't seen this guy in, I don't know, it's been at least six months I met him, okay, and I still remember these things because he, his pitch or his, the conversation that we had was kind of one of those memorable things. And you just remember some, some of the things that he mentioned. And that was one of the things that stuck out to me. So when, you know, I'm a resource, right? So when a client, um, so when a client comes to me and, and, and needs something, some services similar to this, I'm going to remember, I'm going to remember Troy Hughes with Lime Media and everything that he told me. What did he say? Let me see. You're ch- <laughs> Dude, no, that's just you, man. I mean, and I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you coming on, and I appreciate you. You know, the meeting or it wasn't even a meeting. The conversation that we had was memorable, and certain things that I remember. You know, what I mean, and and for whatever reason, you know, I remember a lot of the stuff that you that we, you and I discuss, and you and your partner as well. So, 
Uh, but no, I pre- but I don't remember his name though. No. <laughs> I remember you, okay? Probably because you've been on a couple times, right? So there you go. But no, I appreciate you, Troy. Yes, I do. Uh, oh, I got some good news. Okay, so moving forward, congrats. Congratulations to Miss Shelby Walker. I saw this on LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn is my source of business, right? I mean, source of getting information, right, for everything, right? So I saw this and I said, you know what? I can't go on and do a live or do my show without congratulations to Miss Shelby Walker, the new director of sales at at Visit Berkeley. Now, if you guys know Shelby, she was currently at the um, she was held the same position at Visit Concord. So now she's at a bigger DMO or Convention and Visitors Bureau. And, you know, she's a friend of mine and a friend of the show. She's been a guest on the show. So, of course, you know, I got to blow people up when they've been on the show. So congratulations again to Miss Shelby Walker, Director of Sales at Visit Berkeley. Lee. So just, you know, that was just announced. I want to say, well, I got the notification on, I think it was Friday. So, and I couldn't wait, you know, for the opportunity to blow it up again. Right. So no, Shelby, congratulations. Very proud of you. Continue what you do uh, and be the face of Berkeley. Continue just like you are the face, face of Concord, be the face of Berkeley, which I already know you will. So I don't know why I'm even saying that, but no, I just want to congratulate Miss Shelby Walker, Director of Sales at Visit Berkeley. I'm not sure if she started yet. Maybe she started already. I don't know. But you guys, when you see her, just say, hey, you know, that Russell Fultels, he congratulated you on his show. He thinks you're something else. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That was funny. Anyway, okay, next. I'm just congratulating everybody today. Okay. So congrats to to Miss Veronica Rivera, you know, another friend of the show, friend of mine. Um, She's, well, this is an award that MPI Meeting Professionals International, San Diego chapter, gave Veronica, which I ain't surprised about any of the stuff that Veronica's getting, getting okay these days because Veronica's dope. Just in case you did not know, Veronica's one of my favorite people. Veronica, when I say the face of, of a brand, specifically a CVB, a DMO, Veronica Rivera is at for San Diego, okay, for um, what is it called San Diego Tourism Authority, okay, so she is the face of that brand. I cannot think about Veronica without thinking about San Diego. I can't think about San Diego without thinking about Veronica, but well deserved Industry Innovator Award. So, congratulations to Miss Veronica. So make sure you guys, when you see her again or see her and you say, that Russell, he's just thanking everybody, congratulating everybody. He's something else. But but no, I, I, I love Veronica and she's great. OK, I've known her for a while. And like I said, this stuff does not surprise me, but it's always good to see that other people around the world recognize the people that I know were fire. OK, OK, there you go. And then thank you. To Miss Stacia Harvey Rando. She's with Black Women of Hospitality. Now, and just in case you did not see the, um, what is it called? The the daily check-in. You guys know, in addition to this show, which is on air with Russell of Hotels, comes on every Tuesday, supposedly at 1 o'clock. It does come on at 1 o'clock, but today's a one-off. Okay, so give me some grace here. Give me your break. But um, she came on Friday to do the daily check-in with me. 
Okay. And I, you know, she was available at, at noon, which was nine o'clock my time. Right. So she's in Atlanta. I'm here in LA and she wanted to come on the show. And I said, yeah, of course. What time? She goes nine o'clock. I said, nine o'clock your time or my time? (laughs) Either one would have been early. Right. But yeah, so she came on. And if you guys have not seen that conversation, you need to check it out. It is here. The replay is on LinkedIn and YouTube. And I think I put it on Facebook and Twitter as well. So make sure you guys check that out on my page, Russell of uh, Russell Edmond. Um, make sure you check out my LinkedIn page or my YouTube or Facebook, whatever your choice. But just make sure you see the the conversation her and I had. You just see the the, the passion for the industry. Um, she said something that I have not heard anyone else say is that she said hospitality is a calling. It ain't no job. It's a calling. And I was like, wow, I've never heard it said like that before. And she's absolutely right. Right. It's definitely a calling you because everybody can't do it. Everybody cannot work in a hotel. Okay. Especially like starting at the front desk or PBX and things like that, where there's just constant interaction with people, with guests and other departments and other managers and other employees. Um, and you're always on stage, right? You know how they say, you know, like Disney, you know, you're always performing. You're always on stage. Well, yeah, the front desk, you're always on stage. You're always performing. And that's where she started, right? So she tells her story. In fact, I turned it into like, it wasn't just a daily check-in. It was a daily check-in, but we did, we kind of did a little bit of what I would do on the show, a little bit of, did you choose hospitality? Did hospitality choose you? I mean, you got a little bit of everything from that conversation, um, but everything was just all about her enthusiasm and her confidence and, and how she, you know, um, was basically in a rut and she knew she was in a rut, but it was based on her. It wasn't based on anyone else. Right. So she took ownership and responsibility for certain things. And finally, you know, sometimes we gotta, we, we, we're in a rut and we say, well, either we gotta, you ever heard the term, you, we gotta, Crap or get off the pot. You ever heard of that? I mean, I'm cleaning this up, right? Either you got to crap or get off the pot. Which one are you going to do? Okay. So she realized that, but make sure you listen to it and you'll see some things that I'm talking about. Okay. I, you know, I may be throwing some extra in there, but you know what? It's okay. All right. But yeah, so check it out. Miss Stacia Harvey Randall, black women of hospitality, how she got and how they got even started this organization. Right. Um, we all went through pitfalls to get to where we are, but you know, the black women of hospitality helps, you know, people that are coming up in the industry, in the industry, maybe avoid some of the pitfalls, you know, people like Stacia and some of the other people within that organization, you know, they may be able to, you know, level that field or at least let you know where the landmines are. Okay. The mines are over here, you know, but I want you to go this way. You know what I mean? So, You know, if everyone had it, I'll just say if I had, you know, someone to kind of, you know, these were all the pitfalls are going to be. okay, that would have been great. But, you know, some of us didn't have that. But that doesn't mean that we can't do it for the people that are coming behind us. So and that's what it's all about. Right. And sometimes people want to see people to look like them. Okay, if they can do it, then I can do it. You know what I mean? And then because a lot of people don't even know that hospitality is a is a viable option as far as a career choice or a calling. Okay. Learn that one. So if you see someone 
you know, then like it looks like he's like, oh, well, maybe let me ask that. Let me ask her this question, you know, because you just never know. You never know one's path. You never know how they got there. And you never know how someone could help you unless you ask. So there you go. So make sure you check that out as well. I see a comment. Let's see. Mr. Robin Coleman says, Stacia interview was fired. Thank you so much. It was. I mean, I'm not sure if you're thanking me, but um, no, it was definitely probably one of the one of the best conversations I've had. And I don't call them interviews, right? Because it's just two people having a conversation about hospitality, right? So it's not an interview because I I'm a, I wasn't looking for a job. She wasn't looking for a job. She got one. Okay. So it wasn't an interview. It was a conversation. And that's how I love when I'm, when I'm doing these shows and have people come on. It's about, you know, two people just talking about the industry that they love and no two people got in the industry like. So she's telling me about how she got in the industry. I'm asking some questions about it, but it's just a just a you know back and forth banter. It's not, you know, I wasn't, well, what do you think about this? Well, no, it was it was just a conversation that just flowed like crazy. So if you haven't seen it, make sure you check it out. Of course, Robin saw it because she said it's fire. Okay, so she had to have seen it, right? So he was there. So yeah, so just make sure you guys check it out. Uh, I would appreciate it. But thank you again, Stacia. I appreciate you coming on. And we'll have to do the longer version, meaning you have to come on this show where we have more, you know, more time to have a, an extended conversation. Because there, you know, there's some things that, you know, we didn't get a chance to cover everything, but we got enough information to go off of. Um, so there you go. There you go. Uh, okay. Um, oh, dang. I just jumped in here, right? Normally I got like a... A pause between us, but I guess I didn't even pay attention to it. But um, so the topic today, <laughs> as if you didn't see it, insurance coverage for hotel events. Okay, so I do hotel site selection, right? That's one of the several things that I do, right? And because you guys have known, if you guys have been following me, you've been watching the shows. I've been going over, you know, a couple of different topics like finding business for sales managers, trade show protocols, what guests expect or expectation of guests, uh, using LinkedIn for business, you know, or do, using LinkedIn to to um, research, you know, people you or companies that you may want to do business with. Right. So I say, you know, what can I do today? What can I talk about today? And. I just happen everything. Remember everything or a lot of things I talk about is based on my experiences. So, of course, you guys know I do hotel site selection, right? So some of my groups require some type of insurance, right? So we got in this conversation uh, with one of my clients about insurance, you know, and these things are important. But a lot of times we don't even think about it. Uh, we forget about it until, you know, we don't think about it until we get in trouble. And like, oh, God. I didn't even know that some people don't even know there is insurance for for um, for events. OK, but yes, there there actually are insurances uh, for different events and things like that. So I said, you know what, maybe that would be something that I covered today. And boom, here it is. OK, so oh, here it is. So those are the topics and I'll go through each one. And of course, I got a paragraph for each one. OK, it's not just number one general liability insurance, and then I go to number two. No, I got some stuff in here, so just bear with me. So when hosting an event at a hotel, it is crucial to have appropriate insurance coverage to place in place to protect yourself, the hotel, and the attendees. 
Here are some types of insurance coverage you may need to consider. Number one, general liability insurance. This insurance provides coverage for bodily injury or property damage that may occur during the event. It protects you from potential legal claims if someone is injured or their property is damaged at the event. So remember, because a lot of people say, well, the the, the hotel should have this insurance. The hotel should have a lot of things. But if you're in charge of it, if you know, if it's a separate company event or your event, you want to make sure you're covered, you're covered, because believe me, the hotel is going to turn that over to you. Okay, there may be they may file on their side. But at the end of the day, I hate this. I hate that term at the end of the day, but I always use it. Right. So they're going to turn that. They're going to make sure that they're going to put their finger at you like, well, it was your event and you needed to make sure you had these this coverage. So make sure that you have general liability, liability insurance. It protects you from potential legal claims if someone is injured or their property is damaged. At your event. Okay, so make sure you have general liability insurance. Number two, liquor liability. (laughs) That's a good one. Liquor liability insurance. If you plan to serve alcohol at the event, you may need liquor liability insurance. This coverage protects you from liabilities arising from alcohol related incidents, such as accidents or injuries caused by intoxicated individuals. Okay. So you want to make sure, especially you, Oh, you know, we're serving all this alcohol because you don't know, you can't monitor everything, right? You know, the bartender may be a little loose with the, 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 you know, the, you know, the pouring, his pouring technique. He may not have a technique. He just going through liquor. Okay. Getting people liquored up. And what happens if someone leaves, gets hurt, gets injured, um, well, who's responsible? Well, where'd you get that from? Where, where were you? Was well, that an event at the, the a hotel, the X hotel, whatever, whatever hotel, <laughs> hotel one. <laughs> I was at hotel one. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, but you know, Russell threw that event, Russell, Russell of hotels. He threw that event. Okay. Well now who are they going after? First, they're going to go after the hotel, right? Okay. But the hotel is going to have their own license there okay but this is they're going to quickly find out that okay this was a private event uh yeah it did happen at our hotel but we were not in charge of pouring liquor pouring alcohol anything like that who was in charge of that well russell of hotels was well, who's russell okay and then that now they're coming after me now if i don't have the insurance if i have insurance they just go after the insurance company okay well i already paid you know the premium or whatever so now this is the issue between whoever was injured and the insurance company. But if I didn't have insurance, well, guess who they're going after now? They're going after me personally. Okay. My company. And then if I don't have a LLC, then okay. Now they're going after me personally. Okay. So LLC, you know, corporation, now that's something else. Okay. That's something totally different, but just FYI LLC will, um, stands in a way of you and it stands in a way of someone in your personal, you know, your personal business or personal, personal account or whatever. Right. So LLC is the company, right? So if it hits the LLC, then that doesn't hit you personally. Okay. But if you don't have an LLC, it doesn't protect you. So LLC is, is meant to protect you. It's the business entity and this, your personal you entity, right? So if you have an LLC, it stops right there at the LLC. It doesn't go any further than that. 
Okay, but if you don't have an LLC, guess what? They're going after you. So just make sure not to get involved in, like, the legalities of LLC versus whatever, corporation or whatever. That's that's on you. But this is we're talking about insurance coverage for hotel events. So liquor liability, make sure you have that insurance if you plan to serve alcohol at your event. And it's better to be safe than sorry because some people say, well, you know, I've done it before and, and I didn't get in trouble. Yeah, you just, you just been lucky, okay? But why not have a little peace of mind out there? Just pay the extra couple of dollars, and it's really not that expensive, okay? So pay the couple extra dollars, get it so you ain't got to worry about it so you can sleep at night or sleep at least that night of the event. So number three, property insurance. <laughs> Property insurance, while the hotel will likely have property insurance, it may not cover your personal belongings or equipment brought to it, brought to the event. Consider obtaining property insurance to protect your own items against theft, loss, or damage during the event. That's kind of self-explanatory, right? So make sure you have property insurance as well. Number four, event cancellation experience. Now, how many people have canceled events? And, of course, well, what does the hotel do? Well, you can cancel, but, you know, look at your cancellation fee. Uh, event cancellation insurance. This type of insurance safeguards you against financial losses if unforeseen circumstances force you to cancel or reschedule the event. It can cover expenses like deposits, venue costs, and other non-recoverable expenses. See, you probably didn't even know that that even existed, huh? Number five, workers' comp insurance. Oh. California especially, um, workers' compensation insurance. If you have hired staff or contractors to help you with the event, you may need workers' compensation insurance. It provides medical benefits and wage replacement to employees or workers injured during the event setup or duration. That is so important. And this, I'm going to give you an example. And this has nothing to do with any events at a hotel. Okay. This had to do with a neighbor of mine years ago who hired somebody to come and move some stuff from Home Depot. Okay. So a neighbor of mine, you know how you're at Home Depot, you see these workers and whatever. He just needed some help with moving some stuff, right? So the workers came over. He's at Home Depot. He saw him. Hey, I need a couple of you know, guys to come help me you know, move some stuff in, out of my yard, from backyard to this dumpster, let's just say, for an example. So he did that. You know, everything went fine. He paid them, and they left. They went on their way. No one said anything about anything. They were just, okay, they got their money. They left. Okay, the gentleman gets a letter, my neighbor gets a letter from an attorney, okay, and saying one of the one of the um the guys that helped him that day injured himself. Okay. So it was a worker's comp claim. Okay. And it, it long story short, it ended up costing my neighbor twenty thousand dollars. Boom. Okay. So what's the moral of the story? Either have insurance or don't hire anybody from Home Depot. <laughs> one of the two. Which one is it? So make sure. I know, I know this is not. This was not event related, but it's the same thing that can happen. You hire somebody, they come in, they leave. You think everything is fine, and then you get a letter. Next conversation or correspondence you get is from an attorney. It does happen. So make sure, and to that, to this date, I've never hired anybody from Home Depot based on that story that my neighbor told me. Okay, never. And I believe me, I wanted to. Like, hey, I just need one one guy for like a couple hours or whatever. 
like the guys who stand in front looking for. Yes, ex- exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Home Depot, meaning the people that are not employees of Home Depot. These are people that want work. They just happen to be at Home Depot. Okay, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Marsha. That's exactly what I'm referring to. Like the guys, who, yes, the guys that that a lot of people hire. Okay, this is what happened. He hired someone. I already said the story, but I'll say it again because she just threw it out there. Um, my neighbor hired someone and ended up costing him $20,000 because the, the, the gentleman who worked for him, who did like a couple hours of work, and he never said anything was wrong. Um, he got his money. He left, went home. The next week, my my neighbor received a letter from an attorney saying that somebody it was a workers' comp claim, saying that someone that had worked for him it had gotten hurt. He couldn't deny it because yeah, it did happen. They paid him whatever. The guy had the address, had everything. Obviously, had the address if the letter came to his house. <laughs> okay, so it's the same thing. So if you hire someone, make sure you have. Workers comp insurance. That's the that's what I'm getting at. Okay, so if you're offering, I'll just read it again. If you're offering professional services or advice during the event, such as speakers. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Workers comp insurance. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Workers comp insurance. If you have hired staff or contractors to help with it with the event, you may need workers compensation insurance. It provides medical benefits and wage replacement to employees or workers injured during the event setup or duration. So just make sure you take care of yourself. Number six, professional liability insurance. Professional liability insurance. If you're offering professional services or advice during the event, such as speakers, consultants, or event planners, professional liability insurance, also known as errors and omissions insurance, can protect you from claims related to negligence, errors, or mistakes in your personal services. Okay, so if you write something like errors and omissions, so say you have a contract between two parties and you miss something in there, so you didn't write something in there, um, this protects that. And also, if you're offering professional services and things like that, such as speakers, whatever, um, it also uh, protects you against them as well. So just make sure you have those insurance. And, and insurance companies... And I can't remember, let's see, did I write down one of the insurance companies? Now, if you have questions about what insurance companies would handle that, you need to reach out to me uh, because I'm not trying to give, you know, anybody any just free referrals today. Because <laughs> so, I know someone's out there like, well, what insurance companies do you use? Well, no, I yeah, I use a couple, but uh, I'm not just going to throw that out there unless somebody wants it. They can reach out to me and I'll definitely Give it to you. I got it written right there, too. I was about to say it, but no. But, yeah, Marsha says, wow. So, yeah, so that that happens. So make sure that you are, you know, protecting yourself. So, and also there's an insurance, and and I'm just going to throw this on there. It's called on-own insurance. It's a rider that rides on your, your home insurance. So say if you do work, have work done at your house, it will protect anyone that was working for you. So it's called on own insurance. It's actually a rider that rides on your your regular home insurance that you have for your home. On own is what it's called. You can ask your insurance, um, whoever writes your insurance for you, ask them, your insurance broker or whatever, 
agent, ask them about on own insurance and it protects you just in case you were having work at your home. And let's say you hired a handyman versus a contractor. Okay. Because most contractors have workers comp insurance. Well, a lot of them do. Some of them don't, but you you want to make sure you ask that because if they don't have workers comp insurance, ask your, like I said, your, whoever your insurance carrier for on own insurance and it, it possibly will protect. It's a rider. You, yeah, of course, you got to pay extra for it. But I'm just throwing that information out there. has nothing to do with hospitality. But because I was talking about that, I opened the door for that. So there you go. Woo. So I'm just dropping, I'm just dropping some nuggets today. Okay. Three. Boom. Change scenery. Be intentional. Be intentional. Be you. Be represented. Okay, so be intentional. I'm really intentional about what I do these days. Right. Um, uh, Make decisions and take action on what's important to you. Whatever is important to you, you do it. It's important to me that I continue to show up and do this show, regardless if it's at one o'clock or two o'clock, which I happen to be late today. But I'm intentional about making sure I do these shows and that people know that, you know, oh, Russell didn't fall off the face of the earth because I think I'm only as good as this last show I've done. OK, because in this um, what they call it, can- cancel culture, <laughs> if you don't show up, people will cancel you. They're like, oh, Russell didn't show up. I'll move on to something else. You know what I mean? So that's and that's how I look. That's how I look at it. That's how I think about it. That's why I continue to post things, to continue to educate people on the hospitality space like today had to do with insurance. OK, a lot of people don't even know about event insurance and things like that. They have done events for years and they never got burned, which is good. Knock on wood or knock on something. Right. But doesn't mean that you won't get caught one day. So it's always better to err on the side of caution, uh, pay that little extra money, you know, a couple hundred bucks and then, and, and then sleep well at night. Okay. That's how I do it. But, um, but like I said, this, these things are these topics that I come up with come from experience okay so i have a couple groups that are coming up by the end of this year and you know insurance came up and you know we had to you know we had to work towards finding an insurance company we found them uh, they had everything that they needed they had you know all those insurance workers comp event cancellation uh liquor liability i mean all general liability insurance it had all those and like i say it was not overly expensive um and for this type of group it's best that they just do it because they're not, they don't want to, you know, get caught with their pants down, so to speak. So they're like, Hey, whatever it costs, we're going to do it because they do these events all the time, all over the United States. And they don't want to get caught up in because some laws, some, some States, depending on what States you're in may not require certain things. Right. So make sure it's not one thing fits all for every state. Okay. So you're going to have to do state specific sometimes. Okay. And some like, you know, there's a couple, you know, uh, insurance companies that, that will cover every state. Right. So, but you have to ask those extra questions, right? You can't just assume anything. Okay. So there you go. So like I said, it's based on my experiences. So yeah, be intentional, make decisions and take action on what's important to you. Be you. I can't be no one else. Right. I, it's hard enough being Russell Edmond. Okay. I can't be somebody else. So just be you. Um, if, if that means you're trying to be funny, you know, that, then that's what you do. That's who you are. So if I came on here and was just, I didn't laugh at all and just started trying to be, 
you know, this serious dude. I'm like, people be like, click, hang up. Don't want to listen to this dude. What happened to him? He done went crazy. Okay. Why is he so serious now? You know, but that's not me. Right. That's not me. I'm a laugh about something. Right. So be you be represented uh, because your representation or in this case, my representation matters. It matters that people that look like me know that I do these shows, right. That come on here with my experience because I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm trying to help out that next generation of people. Of, of hospitality people. They look like me or they don't look like me. Okay. But of course I'm going to resonate with people that look like me. Cause they're going to say, Oh, I didn't think I could do that. You know what I mean? But yeah, you can do it. Right. Cause if I can do it, anybody can do it. No matter what you look like. If I can do it, anybody can do that. They can do the talk shows. They can do, they can gather this experience that I've amassed over the years. Yeah. You need 25, 30 years to do it. Right. But, um, and you need for at least 14 hotels, you know, different positions, but it can be done. I mean, you don't have to do all that stuff, but the experience, what I'm trying to say, the experience that I have amassed, you can do it too, you know? Um, but it just depends on what you're trying to do. Do you have a calling to be in this industry, in this space? Because it is different, but I think it's so fun. It's so rewarding. Um, I could not have thought of anything else. I tried to don't get me wrong. I've tried you know, to do something else, to do other things, right? But just when you think you're out, they keep pulling me back in. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, but no, I've enjoyed, I've traveled doing this, you know, in this industry. I've gone places that I never thought I would go. I've been to almost every major city in the United States. Yeah, most of them, most of them, most of them. And even a couple of countries on the job, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, so I, I, I've been happy and I'm still traveling. I'm still doing it, you know, for, for the business, right? So I, I do things now. Uh, I'm seeing a lot more than I've ever seen before. So, um, but, you know, that, there you go. I mean, so you can be intentional. You can be you. You can be represented. You can do all those things if you want to do. So don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. If you've got questions, I am a resource for this industry. So feel free to reach out at any time. Ask me questions. Um, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? Whatever. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It's up to you how you want to, what you want to ask. Okay. Um, so these are a couple of things that I do because everybody wants to. You know, I do a lot of different things, but let's just, I'm the brand who helps your brand, um, what I do and how I can help you. So always remember that I always try to hospitality personality, content creators, sales training for general managers, hotel site selection. Those are some of the things that I do, right? I always want to let people know, you know, you let people know three things, who you are, what you do and how you can help. Right. So those are things. And yeah, top 30 podcasts, 100 most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Those are those are great accolades. But you know what? It doesn't come. Those don't come without putting yourself out there as well. So I mean, like I said, I'm a resource. So feel free to to reach out at any time. That was my email address. So all this stuff comes with being intentional. Okay, that stuff didn't just happen. The accolades or whatever, which. I mean, they're, I, I appreciate them. Uh, yes, that's great. But it's, you still have to show up. You still got to do things. You still got to, 
you know, um, be represented. You still got to show up to events. You got to meet as many people as you can. You got to still put out content, you know, consistently. Okay. Which I do, right. I haven't stopped since I started putting out content. I have not stopped. Some people are like, dang, don't you, you print, you're always putting something out. Well, because like I said a little while ago, I always feel if I don't put something out, then people will cancel you. Okay. It's this cancel culture. Someone will, you didn't do enough. So boom, you're done. I'll bring somebody else in. Okay. That's how I look at it. Right. So the more I put out, um, the more people are going to ask questions, the more people are going to be interested in what I do. Okay. Or what I, what I've done or what I can do, uh, especially when it comes to being your best brand advocate. Okay. Well, you should be your best brand advocate, but who is your best brand advocate? You, you are right. So if you have a brand, you're putting out a brand, you started a brand, you're the one that has to be, you know, with the cheer, you with the, the pom poms. Okay. You have to be the one making the most, mo, making the most noise or kicking up the, the most dust. Like my dad would say, he was kicking up all kind of dust or kicking up sand. That's what he would always say. You know, that means he was, you know, he was, um, yeah, well, yeah, he was being, he wanted to be noticed, right? So he's kicking up dust and kicking up sand. Okay. So that's what you got to do. You have to be your best brand advocate. And hopefully, you know, all the postings and the lives that I do, the show on air with Russell of hotels, that's being my best brand advocate. Okay. So, <clears throat> but if you can't be your best brand advocate, you need to hire someone to do it. So that's where someone like Russell of hotels would come in to assist people with let you know how to do that. What's the frequency you, you should do it? How do I do it? You know, where do I start? You know what I mean? So you have to start somewhere, right? So what do you do to keep your brand relevant? Okay, so who's your best brand advocate? That's me or you. And then, well, how do you keep your brand relevant? What do you do? What do you do? You got to be consistent. How do I increase my social media engagement? A lot of people ask me that. How do you do it? Why do you do it? Well, you got to be consistent. Okay, that's how you do it. Be consistent. Uh, that means consistently posting things or talking about things. Have someone interesting, have things interesting for people to talk about. I've been posting things about finding business. You know, if you're a sales, hotel sales manager, how do you find business? Uh, what about going to trade shows? What are the, what's the protocol for that? Um, what do guests expect? I, I, I put out something about that. Uh, using LinkedIn for business. I put things out about that, right? So I put step-by-step on how to do, how to achieve those things or what the guest is looking for and how to maybe position your hotel, um, you know, to assist that guest, right? So make sure, like I said, I try to be a resource. I try to put out information out there that's important to people. That's a value. Be consistent. So make sure you check LinkedIn, and I talk about all that stuff. So I have step-by-step things on, like I said, finding business for salespeople. And I got more stuff. I just haven't, you know, I had to, t- yeah, I'm not say I take a break from it, but no, I talked about something else today. I talked about the insurance, you know, the steps or the different types of insurance that you should consider if you have events. A lot of meeting planners do a lot of things. A lot of meeting planners don't talk about insurance, okay, uh, unless the client happens to bring it up, right? And then sometimes like, well, I didn't know. I didn't even think about that. Well, these are things that we need to think about because it does come up and we need to make sure our clients are covered. So even if the client does not bring it up, you suggest it. 
Okay. And if they don't want to do it, then that's up to them. But if you didn't, if you never brought it up, then uh, something happens like, well, you never brought that up. So make sure we bring that stuff out, okay? So consistency, add value. Hopefully I just added a bunch of value right there. I just dropped some gems and some diamonds. Anyway, um, so add value. And then once again, be authentic. Be you, okay? Be you on how you deliver this stuff. Don't try to be someone else. Be you. Be the best person. No, I ain't saying all that. I'm saying be authentic. Be real. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So how do I increase social media engagement? I'm consistent. I'm adding value and I'm being authentic. Even in my postings, I'm being me. Okay, like I'm, I'm posting something with music. Well, it's the music that I listen to, right? It ain't just the music that I just pull because it's trending. Oh, I'm going to use some trending music. That's for all fine and dandy. But sometimes I look at the video. I'm like, well, what is the best music that goes with this video? Okay. It's not always trending music. And how do you know what's going to be trending anyway? I mean, you see what's trending already. Well, how long has it been trending? Well, you don't know. And who's to say that if I post something, some random song, that it's not going to be trending too? So there you go. That, that just throws out that old theory. Oh, we got to use some third. The music is trending. Okay, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. Or, you know, you can t- kind of link a song up with the, the video that you're, that you're, you know, Showing or the real or whatever the heck it happens to be. Uh, what are the tools I use? Now that you know all that stuff, what are the tools that you use? I first of all, I use various platforms. I'm not going to tell you exactly. Okay, I use I do reels. I do um, what's the new thing? Um, gosh, I can't think of the new thing. What's the new thing on on um, Instagram? Uh, uh, dang, what can I? Th- I can't think of it. But anyway, I haven't used it yet, but threads, 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 threads. So look in the threads, um, reels, um, YouTube shorts, TikTok videos are, are huge, right? Everybody thought, you know, a year ago, oh, TikTok is just for kids and this and that. I always mention that a couple years ago, the biggest um, demographic for um, TikTok was basically mothers, and then the age was like, it was like 30 to 35 or something like that because of their kids, right? So the mothers were watching their kids do their videos. So if you were, you know, uh, promoting or uh, uh, trying to focus on the mothers, then you would have got a lot more hits, right? But a lot of people didn't, they shied away from TikTok because they, oh, they're seeing all these silly videos where that was just a small percentage of it. You know, but you got to look at who's who's on TikTok. Why are they on TikTok? You know, th- those are things that you should be looking at. Not, oh, I see these silly videos and this and that. Do your research on certain on these things, right? So now, of course, now you're seeing more, you know, TikTok is kind of, um, it's maturing a little bit now. And some of the people are maturing and putting more serious messages on there, okay, um, I see a lot more people use it as like almost like a Pinterest to see, you know, where are people are traveling. OK, well, they look at, you know, they see they're traveling all these places. Well, they're getting information from TikTok. I know people now that they look at TikTok because they're looking for, you know, um, ideas for trips and things like that because people are posting things on TikTok. So don't sleep. I always say that. Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on TikTok. OK. Um, do I use as much as I should? No, I don't, but I probably will. 
Okay, but uh, but no, yeah, I do have TikTok page. I've always always had a TikTok page, so I don't post as much. I'm not religiously posting on there, but I do post on there. But um, but use various plat- platforms. Don't just get caught up on one platform because if you guys been watching me for a couple of weeks, I got put in Instagram jail again. Okay, and I don't even know the reason why. And they didn't give me a. They didn't give me a platform to to you know to comment or anything like that. So which which sucks. Okay, but I was in Instagram jail for two weeks, ten days, I believe. So that told me, that, and that's the second time I've been in that, in that jail. So I said, you know what? Shame on me again. Shame on me. So um, so yeah, I'm still posting things on there, but not as much as I used to. Okay, not as much as I used to. I used to do lives every single day, not as much as I not anymore. Okay, I'll do my live somewhere else and maybe post things on Instagram, okay? I'm not saying I'm stopping to do lives and do things on Instagram altogether. I'm not doing that, but I will not put as much effort into that platform as I was doing before. Okay, because they could, you know, we don't own the platforms. They let us use the platforms, and I understand that, right? I respect that, but I don't respect when they accuse you of things and they don't give you a platform or a page to 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 describe what you did or or ask for more information. Well, what when am I being accused of, and when did I do this? So they didn't give me when I asked these questions, or I wasn't allowed to ask the questions because the you know they give you okay if you disagree with this, click on this, and it's supposed to go to a, like a landing page where you can type in, you know, what happened or ask questions or whatever. Well, it never even did that. So I'm like, well, how the hell are you just going to suspend me, put me in jail and don't give me a, don't give me my phone call. You know what I mean? <laughs> how you going to put me in jail? Don't give me that phone call that everybody's supposed to get. Okay. But anyway, Enough of that. See, I'm giving too much on this because I'm talking about it too much. So use various platforms. Don't just use one. Use multiple platforms. Who's hiring? Okay, we're getting close to the end. How long have I been on here now? 50? Oh, okay. Okay. You know, time flies when you're having fun. But let me get to the job. Who's hiring? Hotel per L.A. Per law. Per LA, I think it's Hotel Per LA. They're looking for, um, what are we looking for? Director of Sales and Marketing. Again? So Hotel Per LA, which is downtown LA, they're looking for Director of Sales and Marketing. Sagemont Hospitality, they're looking for a Corporate Director of Sales and Marketing. I'm not sure where that is, but it, it said LA, so somewhere in LA. Hotel Per Law, or Per LA, they're looking for a Senior Sales Manager as well. So they got two positions over there. What's going on over there? That's a relatively newer hotel. I don't think it's maybe about a year old. I haven't been there yet. And that's maybe that's the next one I need to go and check out because I have not been to Hotel Per LA, which is downtown LA. And then the Biltmore, they're looking for an HR director, human resource director. Okay. Um, let's see. I think that's it for that. Yes, that's it. Okay, we're getting close to the end. Uh, ROH is P, three P's. The three P's of ROH. I normally do my, um, along with the hiring, I normally do the non-meat eats. And, I, you know what? I'm trying to think of the last thing. 
Okay, the last couple of weeks I've been, you know, I had barbecued on the 4th. And I barbecued so much non-meat eats that I was able to freeze stuff and just pop it out, you know, microwave it when I need to. So I did so many burgers and dogs. And I just finished them yesterday. Okay, so I've been eating like Beyond Meat, you know, dogs and uh, burgers. So uh, not every day, maybe every other day, but I love some Beyond Meat. Okay, so just just in case you wanted to know, I don't eat regular meat, but I do eat Beyond Meat burgers and dogs. Okay, and the dogs are good um, and they get that smoky flavor, too, just like regular, you know, burgers that you would make. They get that smoke and I made sure I smoked. I had I added some. They didn't have, I normally go for hickory wood, um, but they had like apple wood, which still gave it that, you know, that flavor, right? Which that's what you look for in, in smoking your meat, right? Or whatever you're smoking, vegetables or whatever. So, yeah. So always when you do even with charcoal. So what I do, like um, I use matchlight because I don't like getting extra, you know, the lighter fluid and all that stuff. So I use matchlight, let it die down. And then soak your wood chips. Okay, in this case, I had apple wood. And once they're soaked and the fly, the flame has gone down, throw those chips on there, and that's when they start to smoke. You may get another fire going on, but uh, just a little small fire. But that's when the smokiness starts, you know, you know and then you put your meat on at, at that point. Oh, man, it's so good. So anyway, I'm not trying to teach you how to barbecue or anything like that, but I'm just letting you know that's what I do. Anyway. The ROH's Russell of Hotels, three P's, purpose, passion, perseverance, purpose, know why you do what you do. Okay. I know how I do this. I want people to come on. I want to talk, talk about the hospitality industry. I want to be a resource. Um, so that's the purpose behind on air with Russell of Hotels, all the postings that I do, uh, the things I can do for, you know, hotels, uh, DMOs, anything within the hospitality space, right? And then people can come on and tell their story. So that's the purpose behind this. Passion, either you have it or you don't. If I didn't have passion for what I did, uh, I wouldn't do it. And I suggest if you don't have passion for what you do, don't do it, okay? Find something else to do, all right? And then three, perseverance. Be consistent, continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to. We don't pivot here, we swerve, okay? So if we're in the crap, you know, I'm not like pivoting. Oh, what do I do now? Uh, no, I see the crap in the horizon and I swerve around it to miss it. Okay. That's the difference between pivoting and swerving. Okay. And you're only going to hear that here. Okay. You're like, Russell, he, how the heck did he come? How do you, what do you pull that out of? You know, someone's out there saying that, but that, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. It's okay. So one last uh, level, stainlevel.com, you know, they're offering that Russell of hotels, right? So if you're downtown LA, you need a hotel. You need a suite to stay in one, two or three bedroom suite, 700 square feet and up uh, level hotel, downtown L.A., South Olive. Use that promo code ROH23. So that's it. So thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah, this is Visit Long Beach. Just in case you did not know the, the backdrop, all the backdrop today has been Long Beach. That's like the marina in Long Beach. I love Long Beach, right? And the weather is so perfect today, I had to show this, right? So you got the Queen Mary right there, and then you got Carnival Cruise Line right there in the backdrop. You can, you know, you can rent jet skis over here in back of the, um, that's, the that's the Hotel Maya. So this is in back of the Hotel Maya, which is a hotel, which is one of my favorite hotels because of, look at that. 
look at that view right there. Come on, you know. Uh, so one of my favorite hotels in Long Beach. But you can you can, you can rent boats or jet skis back here, and you can just got all this. See, there's no one out there on a jet ski. You can have that whole marina right there to yourself. So there you go. But no, thank you guys so much for joining on air with Russell of Hotels. I know I got a late start. I appreciate you guys for just hanging in there. And even if you didn't catch the live version, make sure you can, you know, do the replay. The replay is on LinkedIn, YouTube. Uh, It'll be on uh, Twitter as well and Facebook. So I got you covered, right? I got you. I got you. So anyway, thank you so much. Appreciate you. You guys have a great day. Happy Tuesday, and we'll see you again at the next live, which is Daily Check-In tomorrow. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success. Rather, become a person of great value.